I started Zoe Health Foundation. Uh, I mean, it, it just it just occurred to me that most people got sick, and you know, immediately they reached the hospital because I was working at the hospital. Immediately they reached the hospital, they died. Thank you all for joining us on another episode of Iowa Marketplace Chit Chat, where we give the opportunity for entrepreneurs to talk about what they do and who they are. Right here, I'm with a young lady. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Okay, my name is Benice Nechang Anjanga, and I am a senior nurse. I've been practicing in Cameroon for over eight years, both Cameroon and abroad, actually. And I am the founder and CEO of Zoe Health Foundation. I also work as the consulting medical officer at Zoe Health Foundation Clinic. So, yeah, that's it. Wow. That's wonderful. You're, you're quite young and you're doing such an amazing uh, stuff, you know. Can you tell us uh, where did you get the idea, you know, of Zoe Health Foundation and what is Zoe Health Foundation all about? Okay, so I'll start with the latter. Zoe Health Foundation is uh, an, an NGO, actually, that takes care of the health needs of um, underprivileged individuals. So... Um, we do that by not only reaching out to them health-wise, but also, um, you know, giving them education and also organizing gender equality programs to make sure that the family is, is, is stable, at least um, educationally, health-wise, financially also. So I started Zoe Health Foundation. Uh, I mean, it, it, just, it just occurred to me that most people got sick and you know, immediately they reached the hospital because I was working at the hospital. Immediately they reached the hospital, they died or it got complex. You know, the, the disease was already, you know, in, in, a, in a, a situation where it needed more complex stuff to manage, it, especially internally displaced individuals or underprivileged people. So each time they came to the hospital, the disease was already, you know, big. But I, I figured that it's something that could be actually controlled simply by maybe using a mosquito net, keeping the environment clean, or at least getting a... Uh, preventive treatment or just simple things that could be done. So I was like, okay, I think that this medical care that I'm offering the hospital will do even more good at the level of the community. So that's how I came up with the idea of creating a health foundation that will meet these people in their comfort zone when they are not yet sick and figure out how we can prevent them from falling sick and or handle their diseases just almost immediately they, um, as soon as they contact it. This is amazing. I, I really love what you're doing, to be honest with you, you know. Not every day we see a young person that decides to, you know, champion a cause like that. So how, how does it work, you know, when you design the program, right? What, how is the solution? What do you do with these individuals? So actually what happens is, um, first of all, we have, we have a clinic, where the individuals can always meet us at any time and they will get their help at least for they will they will because normally in cameroon when a patient gets to the hospital the first thing is money and go and pay there go and get a code there go and pay there pay there pay there and as you're wasting time the disease is getting worse and for some people truly they don't have the money so first of all we have a clinic where they can always come whether or not they have money we attend to them and then we figure out the financial aspect later and also now we have um, programs that we organize in IDP camps, like monthly or for some, for some um, camps twice, once in two months, where we go there and we provide them with preventive treatment. So sometimes we can give, okay, drop like fancy that to stop 
them from contracting malaria or encouraging them simply by a health talk and telling them the importance of using a, a mosquito net or just organizing a cleanup campaign to clean the place and keep it away from mosquitoes. So that is how it functions for now at, at the level of the community. We also engage the community, um, people in the community, we also engage them as community volunteers to, to easily report um, issues to us. In some cases, we create maybe a small first aid box and then we, 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 we train somebody to be able to handle at least if a, every, any small issue that can come up, maybe an accident, a road traffic accident, a wound, a small burn, a cut, all those kind of things that can easily be handled before they get um, complicated. So we train somebody to handle those kind of things while we are away. This is wonderful. And for those who will be watching later who are not from Cameroon, uh, the internally displaced people are people that move from the English part of speaking part of Cameroon due to the crisis going on there. And uh, they decided to seek refuge in the French speaking part um, uh, in Douala in order to uh, have a better life. So these people usually have a lot of problems uh, that they play, face in the community. And our beautiful friend here, Benis, is helping to solve some of the problems they are facing. Benis, to carry on a project like this, you know, you need funding and you need to mobilize experts as well. How have you been able to do all of this, given that you're very young? <laughs> okay, concerning the, the, the experts, I'll start with the experts. I don't know why, but somehow I always forget to start with the last part. <laughs> so concerning the experts, actually, while I was in school, I was a very... Um, likable person and so i created a lot of links with you know medical doctors specialists surgeons um, community health um, experts public health workers so i created a lot of um of friends or people in the health domain so it is really easy for me to get them to, to volunteer with us when we have our project in fact most of them medical doctors they, they write to me every day like please make sure you call me each time you have a program i want to volunteer i want to reach out to these people Sometimes they will even be like, okay, you know what, I'm coming. I know you are, you are too busy, you may not remember to call me, but if I just see a flyer, just know I'm showing up. So for the, for the, for the medical um, experts, they are just always available, and I really thank God for that. Now, concerning the finances, first, I, I have a job. <laughs> so most of the money that, I, uh, that we, we make at the level of the clinic, we, we use it at the level of the foundation to reach out to people for free. And also, we have um, a lot. It, it's true that this one just came. We, we didn't, it, was, it didn't used to be there. But now we have a, a lot of friends, family members. As time has gone, we have proven beyond reasonable doubt that we really like to do it. And we are doing it for, for out of passion, and we have helped so many people. So we have so many partners that have been coming up from different sides of the world. Sometimes somebody will just be like, okay, I am an anonymous person. I just have this parcel I want to send to the Real Foundation. Can you send me account details? And then we send, and then that's it. So each time we have a project, we just put a flyer out there, and people will reach out to us. Meanwhile, we have some people that subscribe to help us maybe three times a year or once a year. We just have those kind of people. So we plan our activities based on sometimes what we have, and then we, we raise also uh, funds and then maybe we can make it in a bigger scale or can decide to replicate the same activity in another IDP camp. So, well, yeah, for now, that's how we do financially. Wow, that, that's really amazing. I mean, you are doing 
a fabulous job. I don't know how you're able to mobilize people like that, but just like you said, you're a likable person and you know how to create this connection. I will say congratulations for that. And for those who are looking for a trusted organization to support back in Cameroon, Zoid Health Foundation is an organization that you would never regret when you support them because I have been to their website, I've visited their social media, I have seen the numerous projects that they have undergone during uh, the past few years. So please, guys, support them. And, you know, one thing I like about you, when I visited your website, I saw a, a, a statement of, you know, the, the funding that you've received and how you've been able to manage them. What inspired you to do that? Can you throw some light on that? Yes, because you, you really want to be transparent when you're dealing with the money of people. Myself, when I, when I give money for anything, I really like to know how it went. I don't care how, how little it is or how much it is. People just like when you are accountable. And I think that we owe it to every partner, to every individual, to everybody. Accountability. How was my money spent? People love to know that even more than what you did. Like sometimes, sometimes that is just really, it just explains to somebody, okay, you sent this amount of money and we bought this and we bought this and we bought this and this is your change. What will you have us do with your change? Will you have us put it back into the foundation or will you want to have it? So sometimes someone will be like, okay, I want to buy maybe a mattress, for example, for a child that was born. I want to buy a mattress. And then they send 40,000. We go to the market and realize that, okay, mattress is actually, the mattress that you think is 40,000 is actually 30,000. So we have your change, 10,000. Do you want us to send it back to you? Most of the time they'll say, no, keep it. So I don't, like, it is just one virtue with us at Zoe Health Foundation to be accountable. Even God loves accountable, people that are accountable. <laughs> when Jesus must take the food, yes, he picks the basket and he counted. There were two baskets that were over. You, 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 somebody would have ignored, like, everybody has eaten, so why do we need to know? But no, Jesus wanted to know how many were over, and he got the answer. So, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much for saying that. And, you know, keep doing your, your thing, you know, keep doing this fabulous uh, accountability. Transparency is very, very important, and this will help you to grow. This will help you to also connect with other organizations. But there are so many friends of mine that I know in the U.S. and in Europe that want to come and, you know, establish back home and set up their foundation. So can you please help them by sharing some challenges that you're facing in the field and how you've been able to solve those challenges? Okay, my number one challenge that I faced, um, most of them I have really overcome them as time is going. So, but I'll say it so that they will not be surprised when they, when they meet these challenges when they just start. The first one is penetrating the community. The IDPs and the underprivileged people, they don't have trust. First of all, where they left, they left the place because they, they, was, they, they were faced with danger. Usually when people are faced with danger, they build up a fence. They build up a defense to, 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 for security. So they don't have trust for people. So each time when we started, when we go to the community, they are like, mm -mm, they come to poison us. How we know whether these things are poisoned? How we know if these things are not sent to you by our, to, to maybe by our enemies that try to penetrate our camp? You know, we have even run and we, at least we have peace here. People should not come into this place. 
they don't want to give you the information they don't want to cooperate so it takes consistency it takes persistency it takes the grace of god for you to really be able to penetrate into every of these um, communities so the advice that i'll have for them is that they should keep coming back they should be patient they should be they, they, they should be genuine also because truly these people they are not afraid for nothing there are also some some moves out there in cheap clothing so the, the the first thing is that they should they should continue trying until they gain access into that into the communities and they should go secondly they should go one step at a time they should not try to do everything at the same time because if you try to do everything at the same time you may not really get the feedback the correct feedback that you need and you may end up wasting resources so you may start with maybe one community a day or one community an outreach and then when you finish from there you learn from this particular community what did these people like what did they not like how did they treat our time how did they um, respect us how did they what, what did they you know because what you see here will repeat itself in the other place because it's the same class of people so you learn from this community before you move to the next community the next thing i would like to advise is that don't have get registered get registered do everything legally don't try to penetrate just so that you get your pictures and maybe post them out there or use your pictures for, for the reporting and all of that no, use the legal means. Use the legal means. I, I mean, I've, I've never really used the illegal means, but I just think that the legal means, there's one confidence that comes with you doing these things legally. And then, don't expect anything from anyone, especially at, around, at the start. In fact, even in the middle. <laughs> don't expect anything from anyone. When God gave you this assignment, you were alone. You were the only one hearing it. So the people that come and volunteer with you, the people that partner with you, people that, you know, join in and, you know, help you carry this out, they are doing it out of just because you have convinced them, but not because they are convicted. You are doing it out of the conviction because you bore it in your spirit and you are now executing it. You are the only one that is carrying the vision. But these people that are joining you because you have tried with your words to convince them, how, how far can your words go? So most, most people that will join you, they'll be there today and tomorrow they are not. Don't be bothered. Don't be worried. As far as it's a genuine cause, as, as you're going, God is just always going to put somebody on the way to help you out. So wow, that, that, that's a really, really good one. Thanks for sharing that. And I'm pretty sure so many people are already expired from, you know, the, the this comments and the likes that I'm seeing. Thank you all for watching. And uh, please uh, keep supporting uh, our community. You know, visit iwingmarketplace.com and make sure to uh, patronize the business that are on the platform. You know, if you're having an event, you know, take for example, you're in Maryland and you're having an event, you can go to iWing Marketplace and you'll be able to see caterers in Maryland, cake decorators in Maryland, uh, DJs and you know event planners and a lot of different stuff so please go to iwinmarketplace.com you know it's easy to search you know you just choose the category that you want and then you you enter the the state when you hit go you'll be able to see results please do support our businesses and please if you are a small business owner Contact me so we can list it on Iowa Marketplace. It's very, very affordable. You know, if people come to the category and they don't see you, you know, 
you're losing money and we don't want that to happen so please contact me thank you all for watching this has been great